0: Welcome back to NFL Twin Take, NFL Twin Cast, our football fanatics. First off, Last Dance merch, baby. Scotty Pippen is pimping, man. Dynasty Bulls. So, if you're listening to the podcast, Kyle's excited because it's a throwback stitch, Scotty Pippen That's jersey, right. um, and Dynasty, and um, so welcome back to Bristol, Connecticut, guys, the ESPN headquarters. So, before we get started, we're almost done with our. Uh, grades for the each, each division, division for the draft. We just have two AFC divisions left. Today we're gonna to cover the AFC South. Probably and, the worst division in football. This is this an NFC East. Yeah. And then next we have the AFC North left. So then we'll be done covering all the divisions. But first I want to get to something that's absolutely ridiculous. Um so power football focused their rankings for like Pro time, football focus? Or sorry, yeah, pro football focus. Um they did their rankings. Should be called Pee-Wee football focus after the rankings because this is just Have the Bears ever been on that? Can can I talk please? Khalil Mack probably got robbed on there, but so they had Russell Wilson ranked thirty third for this decade for the best football players, thirty third. They had three or four Seahawks in front of him. I'm sorry, remind me. And he has zero MVP votes. This is absolutely ridiculous. Let me let me stop you for a second. Russell Wilson by far is better than Aaron Rodgers, but he is he is Drew Brees of his generation, dude. Drew Brees is the same size. They're both great players. They're both humble. They do everything you want in a quarterback, but they never get... Dude, the guy's the, like Houdini back they, there. They don't get the recognition, and I bring up Drew Brees because he's always overshadowed by Rodgers, Brady, and then Manning, of course. Um, it's the same thing with Wilson. They For some reason, they pick, the NFL picks people they want to be the face of their league, and they stick to those Brees guys. He's had zero MVP votes, which I'm going to say two things, then we're going to actually get to. Hey, he the has Sierra, though. I Well, that was one of them. I was going to say he's the MVP because he goes home to Sierra every night, like... Russell Wilson, dude, you're the man. You go home to Sierra. I give you you're you're my MVP in my book. And then number two, dude, the guy, um, Seahawks have no history at all. Before he showed up there, their only history is Brian Bosworth getting knocked over by Bo Jackson in the end zone. Like the Seahawks have no history. They have a solid fan base. They were seven and nine to two years. Pete Carroll was there until Russell Wilson stepped in. He well, hasn't had a losing season. Not one losing season. Here, here's another thing. When Wilson first got there, they didn't win because of him. They kind of won in spite of him. Like he was a game manager, let's be honest. But now he's the opposite. He is the he doesn't have that much talent. He's running for his life well, every season. That guy makes plays that no other quarterbacks can make. One thing that he's, he's the reason they make the playoffs right and now. And that's why people look at uh, a little bit too, like just like with how he's underrated like breeze, but you can compare him how he rolls out to like Aaron Rodgers because yeah. Oh, yeah. how the Packers never help Aaron Rodgers and they still win. The Seahawks never helped Russell Wilson. They still If win, you so. look at the Seahawks roster, they have no business winning them out of game. Season. They let's never just, rebuild. They just, just keep trudging forward and make playoffs every year. I, I, Yeah. All, All right. So I honest. just thought I'd bring that up, though. I just thought that was absolutely ridiculous. They robbed them again. What's ridiculous is what you're wearing. Uh, this uh, Super Bowl tuxedo? That thing must be ancient. Yeah. So Bears fans, uh, if they- we're able to go to the Super Bowl, start looking up tickets to Tampa Bay this year. Okay, so we're just going to ignore that comment. Super Bowl 55, Briggs, baby. So to be honest, I'm not trying to offend any AFC South fans, but this is a very weak division. The Texans had a stranglehold, and Bill O'Brien has done everything in his power to give this division away. Everything. He's, I, I would love to be it's, in this division. It's his name's Mediocre Bill. He's, he, a, he's a mediocre coach and a horrible GM. On first things first, they made a comparison that I loved hearing. They said Bill O'Brien, when you negotiate with him for a contract, He'll ask you what you want and then he'll increase by 20% or more. He he literally, by being if they don't get rid of him, each position on the Texans is going to be overpaid and their players will be the highest paid at their position. Well, He's going to keep resetting the market. If you're looking for a car during this coronavirus, go to Bill O'Brien, because he'll be the best car salesman in the world. I mean, he would literally just you don't even have to talk him down to get the car. What we're like getting he'll sell you a Lamborghini or Maserati for like 10, dollars 10, Maserati match, right? Yeah, you're damn right. Well, what we're basically getting at is the Texans had this division, and they could have took a hold of it, and I honestly don't think they did anything to improve their chances of winning Deshaun it Sean Watson's a generational stud. Honestly, I was going to start with the highest grade, but we might as well continue with the Texans. So um, with the Texans, I gave them a C for their draft. Honestly, it's because I really don't know much of the players they drafted. I'm a pretty big college football guy, and I also just don't think they drafted very many impact players. Um, So they drafted – they drafted – uh. Blacklock, a defensive tackle in TCU, so that's I mean that's a decent It'd be pick. a fourth round pick in my book. I'm just being honest, but I think I, they drafted for need. Um, they he do. A, he had a solid college career, and he's a good D lineman, and he's from TCU, so cool. He stays in state, but well, it, it doesn't jump off the page at all. And their defense, their defensive lines getting older. Um, I mean, absolutely love JJ Watt. One, one, of, J. J. one Watt. of the greatest defensive players, in one First of the, class on and off. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say just a stand up guy. and wife. Does so much for Houston. I don't know what his wife has to do with his football ability. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, he's getting up there in age and he's not healthy and he just he's not the same guy he used to be. So because but of he that, still puts fear into that. well, because of that they drafted a defensive end from uh Florida and uh Greenard, I think, or Greenard, he he's pretty raw. Mm-hmm talent wise but it's there you can't teach talent you can teach technique and work ethic and whatnot and i mean he's learning from the best with jj i was gonna say on the positive side with the 2d linemen they're gonna learn from jj watt best mentor you could ask for along with like if you're trying to learn if you're trying to learn d line or edge rush you want to learn under aaron donald cleo mack or jj watt yeah jj watts one of the best to ever do it um of all time so to learn under him you know, they need depth clearly at the D line and um Well Kyle, who'd they get rid of in the defense of uh, backfield? Oh, they got rid of Jonathan Joseph. Yeah, I love I love Jonathan Joseph. He was he was there for what, ten years? He was solid for the secondary Well, And I love Jonathan so Joseph. So they drafted John Reed. He's young, but you know, he's gonna learn and they need they need someone in that position. Mm-hmm. And then they also I don't think this will heal at all along with the brandon cook signing these won't heal the loss of deandre hopkins no, but they got a receiver isaiah Coulter. i i mean just i feel bad for the guy you can't live up to what they got I'm, rid of the texans could have drafted five receivers and it's still not going to replace the guy who's an all pro top two top three receiver in the whole nfl but arguably the best hands in the nfl doesn't drop it uh, mike thomas not here, even has the best hands. not even 30 years old at all it's still gonna a decade of torching well, defensive backs here's the you thing them up for a a guy who's a running back who had one good year and has been hurt ever since. He's, a, game of draft. he's also Deshaun Watson's buddy. I mean, both yeah. both Clemson guys, both, that's your go-to. Dude, they're target. Batman they're, and Robin, man. Yeah, they're peanut they, butter and jelly, and pretty, you literally just broke him up. Unstoppable combination, and yeah. and You went from like being like the Beatles to a garage band overnight. Well, well, if, if I were in Houston, I'd be pretty upset. Houston, I, we have a problem, and I love Houston. And speaking of Houston— they want to thank the Texas tornado, our Uncle Jace, man, Casey. You know they gave us all this equipment to start. Yeah, the they, they hooked us and, uh, up with the podcast equipment, and yeah, uh, so you guys are the MVPs. Jace, man, our agent's been doing the editing because yeah. we're not good with technology. And, you know, I I love Houston because you guys all live down there, are relatives, but um, St- stick to watching the Rockets blow yeah, it in the, I love, in the playoffs I mean, Houston, or something. Houston, you have a problem. The only good thing you guys have, you have Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is a stud. I love him. The Bears should have drafted him on that. Oh, he's that. He'll be one of the highest paid quarterbacks that. pretty shortly. So the good thing is, as much as uh, Bill O'Brien tried to like start his own pandemic in Houston, that might be too soon for that joke. Um, but as much as, <laughs> as much as they tried to start his own Texas tornado and destroy Houston, um, you still have Deshaun Watson standing at the end of all that. So yeah, I I mean I, I feel bad, but we could go on for days about Houston yeah. and what they did wrong this offseason. season. So let's just transition. I still think they have a shot at the playoffs in that division though. Oh, oh, they do. They, and with Deshaun Watson, you're never counting out the game. with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, no, he'll make plays. He'll get, he'll win some games, just like mm-hmm. we talked about with Russell Wilson. I'm gonna jump now to the opposite side of the the division. I gave Jacksonville the highest grade, and I know a lot of viewers are probably like, Are you kidding me? Like that that's a dumpster fire wide. are more Colts. They if you listen to these draft picks, their first round draft pick, one of them was CJ Henderson. He easily was graded mm-hmm. as a top defensive back in the draft. Minus Okuda. But besides Okuda, everybody knew. He could step in and be a team captain day one. And he's going to be a starter day one. He's fast. He has good ball handling ability or tracking. He can track the ball as a defender. Well, um, he was part of SEC. That, yeah, he was part of that solid uh must-champ Florida defense. Florida had no business being in the games last year, especially after their starting quarterback went out. Which, and and who they had which, to play. Which, When Trask came in, he did a good job for Florida being their quarterback who wasn't supposed to start the season. But um, that defense kept them in, in the games, and they had an outstanding season because of their defense. And he year. undoubtedly was their top like, defensive back. Yeah, ad. exactly. So he'll guard the top receiver from other teams. So that that's good because, I mean, you got rid of Bouye and uh, Ramsey. Bouye, so Ramsey. Um, they're getting rid of everybody. But Calais Campbell. My favorite pick by them is Calavion Chason from LSU. If you don't know who he is, put on his tape because that guy's a genetic he, freak. I was just going to say he's an athletic freak. He, he's as athletic as Isaiah Simmons in a he's, different way, he, but he he's, is – almost as athletic as i am and that's he's okay well he's gonna be like Donnell hunter i think where they they had a decent career at lsu but nothing like too extreme for their talent ability and capability and he's gonna be oh some... hunter puts produces 10 sacks a year oh yeah it, chase on will be that dude yeah. if they get him in the right package good luck protecting against him he's too he's too fast as michael jordan says the ceiling's the roof it is he's a huge pick um and then Laviska chenault jr that's a big pick. For a lot of people, he was mocked as the third best receiver and he had an injury prior to the draft, so he fell. Mm-hmm. I mean, they need receivers. I dude. Think. Minshew Mania, man. I'm in. I love me some Minshew Mania. Yeah. And if you can get him some weapons, because Chark Jr. last year from LSU, Oh, DJ Chark, yeah. Fantasy owners loved having him. Um, him and Minshew both came out of left field last year. Like it was supposed to be full starting there. And then, you know, nobody expected Chark Jr. put up numbers. He did his first year in NFL. So you have now two good two. Really good receiver. No, actually, I think in my opinion, Kyle, they're getting a third late in the draft from Texas. A big boy. Oh, yes. So uh Colin Johnson. Yep. He big boy. that guy, yeah, he's gonna bring the size. So if you already have speed, he's gonna bring size. And he he's a great receiver. He, if he didn't his whole last year he was injured. Yeah. So it just dropped him. Like if his stock back- his stock dropped this yeah, past because of injuries. That's solely because of injuries. And I don't think he has injury history minus last year. Well, they got lucky that he stayed a year because they would have never got him yeah, this late so, in the draft. So they got some weapons. They did get a lot of weapons. They have a lot of needs because they were having like a yard sale when they were getting rid of all their oh, players. Well, uh, who it Fournette and like, Nagache or whatever I was just his name say, is. Yeah. I mean your Fournette, they don't want him there. He doesn't want to be there. That the starting D tackle like Corey just mentioned, he clearly doesn't want to be there. I thought him was, and him and owner having Twitter. Fights. I thought that was pretty funny. They had some Twitter some, fingers. Yeah, Twitter fingers, man. They're uh, keyboard warriors. Yep. And uh, so they did replace a lot of needs, but they got rid of so many players that were like former Pro Bowlers, All Pros. So it is hard to some replace top them. players at their position. If you're basing solely off of who they drafted, they had a very solid draft. Um, the culture in that locker room, they need a change. I think their head coach is on his last limb, and then Tom Coughlin, I love him. Coach giants two super bowls but ever since he's kind of been there his old school mentality doesn't work anymore no it's like it's, it would have worked like for michael jordan and that 90s bulls team yeah they that old school mentality works for somebody like them but like the the gen, now this generation's it? different no. you have to look at the nba it's getting that way in nfl now too then kind, I thought, kind of weak. If the well, if the players don't like where they're at, they will voice it until they get to leave. Exactly. They they cause locker room problems. They go on social oh, media. And, they, and our generation included in it, but I call it the butt hurt generation. You know, it's kind of like you just whine and cry until you get your way. And uh, it shows now the players have realized the power they have, more power to them, more money to them. Yeah. But the way Tom Coffin used to run, run it like it's like his way or the highway. You, they can't doesn't do it doesn't it work anymore. anymore. Yeah, like the whole not giving them water the whole practice, doing like. Four days, you can't do it anymore. You just can't. So the next highest grade I had was who a lot of people had as the highest grade, one of the highest in all of the drafts, uh draft boards was the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, Colts are easily in my top five for the best drafts. And I mean, okay, first off, they, they drafted didn't have many holes to begin with. They drafted Jacob easton If you watch college football, you know who he is. um He was a starter at Georgia, had an injury, then Jake Fromm came in and kind of took his job. He was one of the highest. Recruited quarterbacks out of high school, he has all the talent in the world. He's got the big arm, got yep. the big body, and also. So if you would have turned, turn honestly, if you would have turned off every game by halftime last year, then if you could have already, he's going to be the number one quarterback taken because. The first half he was lights out. That's the thing they got to kind of see. Why was it during like fourth quarter and some things that he kind of tailed off? But like you saw it. I mean, he would put up a you know a lot of times the first. He half has the potential. That's Golden the big boy. thing. So, he's got, yeah, he's got the upside, and he's going to learn under Phillip Rivers. And it's just exciting for Colts fans yeah. to know who's going to be your future. Um, Kyle, you take you take it away with the running back. We Jonathan know you love this Taylor, guy. man. I'm telling you now, going to be by far the best back from this draft. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Actually, Clyde Edwards-Alaire will be, be the best back, okay. He's going to be all pro. He's going to make the Pro Bowl several times. He's downhill like Adrian Peterson, like Walter Payton. He's still that old-school downhill back. He's, he, he's kind of... Uh, He's a workhorse and a bruiser, in my opinion. And he's smart as could be. He could have gotten to an Ivy school for college, which actually means something. And his work ethic, second to none. On top of that, he played three years in college football. He's top five all-time in rushing yards in history. He had two 2,000-yard seasons and one where he ended up with over 1,900 yards rushing, so almost three 2,000-yard seasons rushing. He's healthy. The guy's a workhorse. He's a stud. And they already have arguably the best offensive line. And Marlon Mack. And NFL and Marlon Mack. Now, when Marlon Mack's contract is up, which I think is after this year or a year or two, they don't have to break the oh, bank paying him if he wants to stay, or they don't have to resign him because they'll Jonathan Taylor. I think they're going to have a good one-to-punch with yep. uh, Mack and Taylor. But it's kind of sad because Taylor literally is one of the best running backs in college football history, and no one ever talked. He didn't get any of the credit oh, this year, fame in his career, or anything. Any the, of the problem accolades. is, to a fault, people will that excuse like, oh, it's Wisconsin. There yeah, was that, yeah. Uh, but th- them and I will always pump out all these offense linemen, but that doesn't matter. There's no excuse. Like, good. Like... That's like when you say, oh, well, they had this coach, they had this quarterback. Yeah. When you want to be a great team, a champion, a dynasty, you usually have to have a good coach, a good well, leader, a good this. I mean, you work hand in hand. And he he showed you that he can actually be an old school back running the ball 30 times. Oh, yeah. He's, he's he a down, he, he, he does need to work and he's on... He's still got some speed, too. Some sneaky speed, even though he's downhill. His two knocks are his ball security. The beast. He has trouble holding onto the ball, catching it and fumbling it. That's his biggest problem. But that could be fixed. Look at what Tiki Barber did in his career. That was the only knock on Tiki Barber. And he fixed that. And I mean And I think that was a steal for the Colts to get him in the second round just for the fact that he's clearly round one value, but the running backs are undervalued. So it's round one value, but they got the second round because the running back's undervalued. They got a deal. Um now, besides him, Pittman Jr., he's also a good pickup. Yeah. the, The guy doesn't have the speed, doesn't have the size, but you turn on the film and you're like, how does he keep making these plays and catches? And he just does. I don't care what his combine numbers say. He gets open. He He's a great route runner, and he's going to come down with the ball in well, his hands. That's what, that's all that matters. I'm pretty sure he had a different quarterback every year at USC, and he still could put up like 80, 90 catches. He was the only thing defenses were afraid of yeah, when he, he was there. he's as reliable as could be. Everyone knew the ball was going to him. Um, USC's had a couple down years lately. Again, the guy's not the fastest receiver in the class. He's not the best route runner in the class. He's not the biggest in the class. But that's why he's a typical Colt, because it's almost like a mix of Reggie Wayne Marvin Harrison. He just goes about his business. Not elite at anything, but he's reliable. He's going yeah. to put up at least. I think this year, I mean, because they they're going to spread the ball, they're going to run. I think his rookie season, he's going to have 65, 70 catches easy, which still, isn't a bad rookie season. They still have Harris Campbell coming on to another year well, too. Yeah, and then you have Ty T. Y. Hilton. Oh, he'll be hurt. he'll be hurt by week five. <laughs> so if they could put on, if they could, and Trey Burton will be hurt too. So don't yeah. count on that Colts fans. But if he could put up... They might have someone retire in the preseason. If he could put up 60-plus catches, that's a good rookie season because the Colts are going to spread the ball and run the ball a lot, too. Well, so we could go on about more draft picks, but we've kind of mentioned this on all of our team grades. If you can kind of get three draft picks to pan out and be starters, then you're pretty good. I I mean, the rest of their draft was good, too. That's why we gave them an A. Well, A-minus. But you well, we just named three already day one like starters. Yeah, I'm right? gonna end it I mean, there because I'm well, sorry, Ethan's a project, I but he's gonna contribute. These like, will be the three that will contribute in this my might opinion. Be Philip Rivers most. last year, he already got a Philip Rivers. Congrats to him. He already took a head coaching job, yeah, high school football yep. coach. So good for him. That's when like you know, dad. that's when you know you love football. Mm-hmm. Um, the lowest grade I gave, and somehow they managed to make the AFC championship, but the Tennessee Titans. So, funny story real quick. Me and Kyle were at the Titans-Saints game last year, and when the Saints won and we left, I was making fun of the Titans to all the fans, saying, have fun watching the Saints in the playoffs. Weak but, fan base. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. They were 9-7. and seven, And story behold... uh they basically were in longer than we were in the tournament, but yeah, Derrick Henry carried. I was wearing my Bears gear and I was making fun of them, saying they're not even gonna make the playoffs. So I was like, if these fans found me now, Grant, I have nothing to say. Granted, no offense, AFC, AFC was pretty weak. Besides Baltimore and Kansas Yo, they State need last to come year. up with something too. Besides that plastic sword and shield with that tighten up saying in that uh you're like, you're a guy running out in the tunnel and i mean we're that, not losing every viewer that's a tight i'm right? just saying that crowd dude i loved it i mean i like the titans a lot steve, i like the, McNair, the man. super bowl was the 99 super bowl i wanted them to beat warner steve mcnarrity george Mason, titans, Dyson. But that fan base step raise up man step up like bill's mafia man come on come on I, titans i i will say what a, a, you have nashville you had a team go to the fc championship he's still not selling out games. well what a great season for him though that's the second best season in their history and who would have thought Ryan Tannehill? Tannehill, it? you should be literally like uh, bowing down to King Henry because the reason oh, you owe half his contract paid because of Derrick Henry. You owe him half your contract. Well, you should be cooking his meals every day right they, now. They talk. He didn't make mistakes, but they talk about his high completion percentage. You should be his butler if you're throwing the ball 12 times. I hope you have a high completion percentage. I mean, come on, it's it, he he, did, he did a great job though. He, I did. he had, did. He did. He we made were, plays when he needed to. When we to. were at the game against the Saints, dude, he was literally yeah. slinging. Going back and forth with Drew Brees, he no, was. He made There's plays. no argument about it. He was going back and forth dueling with Drew Brees. Like, I, props to him. The big thing this year will be: okay, was it just one of those magical years, or are they going to actually take over this division? Because yeah. after they have to have confidence and experience from that playoff run. So, I, we all know Derrick Henry what he's going to do. You you can know what he's going to do, and he's still going to do it. I mean, the guy's a beast. He's think, a man, uh, of boys. I think they're going to lose Logan Ryan, though. I think he wants a little bit too much money there. Oh, he's, no, he's leaving. A stud. he, he's a he solid, said he's open for business. Yeah, he's he, coming to NOLA, baby. Yeah. He's coming uh, to get a ring. I think they're going to lose him. I think they could um, they got rid of Jarrell Casey for Bay. I was gonna chips. say they could use a little bit of improvement on the defensive side. They clearly have a great run game. Um Honestly, I feel bad saying this because they have several players picked, but I'm not gonna waste time. I'm just gonna go with the only one I think that's gonna be an impact, and that's Christian Fulton. Oh yeah. He I, I love the guy, LSU, DBU. Um, he was very highly recruited out of out of uh, high school. He had an injury one season. Last year, if you watch, he gives up some big plays, but there's two reasons. You have Joe Burrow in the best offense putting up 40 points a game. So what are the other teams doing? They're passing on you repeatedly. You're going to give up big plays eventually. And then number two defense. <laughs> Derrick, okay. Derek Stingley Jr. was the top-rated cornerback in all of college football as a freshman. And so they're not going to target him. They're going to keep targeting Christian Fulton. So yes, he's going to give up plays, but he has everything you want in a cornerback. And he's gonna be a good cornerback. He's gonna be a starter day one. I, I think uh, they were lucky he fell to him. I think oh yeah, was quite a few corners that there were reaches that got taken. Like I think Arnett and Arnett's a solid corner too, though. Same story because his teammate. Oh, Clemson's. But clear. I think yep, but I think Terrell. I think uh, I think I think Fulton was could have been taken arguably in front of both of them. Um, and the thing was with cornerback because it's just like with the uh, D D lineman, we always want sacks. You, we need to see those stats when if you're just blocking the run holes and stuffing them and pushing the line back you're doing your job. It's not always on a staff. Same with corners. You don't have to have five interceptions a season, this or that. If if there's not a bunch of completions or yards gained on you, you're doing your job. Well, if they don't hear your name, that means you're a good cornerback. Cause they're not passing against, they're not trying to pass on you cause they know you're going to yeah, not of, allow a receiver. you want um, your name. It's the receiver. same. Patrick Peterson has been an all pro his whole career. And you never hear about them. Um, you just look at those players and it's just, yeah, it's it, he's gonna he's gonna be a plug in kind of guy. I think he'll be fine once he learns the system. And I, I absolutely love what they've done there. I, I think as a franchise, they're turning yeah. it around. One of one of few of Bill Belichick's disciples. <laughs> yeah, he with he, he, he them and smart them. Oh, that was awesome. Running the clock with the special teams. Yeah, just taking the penalties. Um that's what I was gonna say. So I was not impressed with their draft, but I love their culture and the direction they're going in with their head coach. Um, I was not impressed with their draft room. That was disturbing. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, in the that background. wasn't funny. I don't know what that was. That was <laughs> if anything, yeah, I was going to turn to channel. I was, was kind of disturbing myself. I'd say, I don't know. That was yeah, weird. That was about as good as their draft. They didn't, like I said, they didn't seal in draft, but the thing is they have a culture. They, they're, they know what they are. Everyone else knows who they are. They'll run it down your throat. They're kind of, they're, I know good They're ground and pound. They'll play defense. They'll run that clock, run it down your throat. Tannehill just has to do a complete a couple passes. Don't turn the ball over. But, you know, what do they have back-to-back or three straight nine-win seasons, they went far in the playoffs last year. So if they could just get a little more firepower on offense where it's not just so one-sided well, on Henry's shoulders. And then... Tannehill got the contract. That's another year under... In the yeah, system. so I I mean, we made fun of the AFC South, but you do have where some people are picking the Colts to be that third team in the AFC. Texans, you still have Deshaun Watson. And then, you know, unless Bill O'Brien gives them up, and then for the a Titans went that far last year, so three out of the four teams might be in the running for the playoffs towards the end of the season. Well, and the funny part too is, I mean, I know their locker room, and there's a lot of things going on, but I graded Jacksonville as the highest draft grade in this. Oh, division. but they're they have a, they're a couple. Of they, talent, they oh, I, no, I I get that, but I think they'll be fun to watch because of their talent and Minshew. I mean, yeah, they, got, they and, have some fun players, but they need a. Culture change. I mean, the, they're you, they're rebuilding big. Yeah, oh, 100%. But they're going to be fun to watch. Rebuilding, but. This division is going to be a fun one because that is up for it's grabs. It's up for grabs, yeah. Uh, I know the culture are the popular pick um but to my Houston fan back home you guys still have Deshaun Watson hopefully Bill O'Brien doesn't ruin it anymore and hopefully your receivers don't get injured by week two yeah well hopefully David Johnson doesn't yeah and your running back you gotta pull out you, you, an, you, you have you, to pull out an insurance policy for him and I can't say you have a line because Watson's running for his life so you, oh, can, you geez, can't just gets, have Watson can't just go out and hike the ball to himself and just run so you do need to stay healthy and we'll see what happens yeah, and then Titans you got King Henry so it, it's gonna be interesting I don't think I, I mean you know but yeah Colts Jags good draft uh so be an okay division. So anything else with this one, Corey? No. Um, we'll go into the AFC North next. Yeah, so. we're gonna finish up with the AFC North, with which I think is a stacked division. Oh, that's this is gonna be one of my we're, favorite divisions. Yes, we're gonna to talk finish about. up with that uh, this next week, and then after that, we're gonna get into who we think's gonna win like the preseason awards, like MVP, Coach of the Year, Executive of the Year. Then after that, we're gonna actually do deeper dives into. Good looking into the schedule. Who's going to win division? division yeah. Playoff matchups, Super Bowl, everything. So we got a lot coming your way, guys. But it'll be a good prediction show, Kyle. I'm sorry, but you won't be able to talk about the Bears much uh, if we're doing a uh, playoffs that, and Super Bowl. That, okay. That's another crime. We're ranked 26 in power rankings. Are you kidding? We have a top five defense. We're healthy. We have two. You have a quarterback that hasn't have, played more in 13 years. We have Trubisky, the truth, and a former Super Bowl MVP quarterback who out-dueled du- Tom Brady behind center, battling it out to see who's going to be leading. The machine. The myth. Oh, the legend. A the bear. washed up, up tight end, Jimmy Graham. So we got them battling out. Our offense, as long as our line. All right, so I'm going to end this before Kyle rambles some nonsense. I'm just saying, hey. man. Thanks for dark listening. Course. The bears are the dark horses. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, go Saints. Who that? Watch the Last Dance. NJ, man. Michael Jordan, goat.